Hello. That was a good harmony. I know. I, I heard that like a little like angel that was voice good. right there. Stunning of you. I see. I know. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> hi. Hi everyone. Welcome Guys, back. We have microphones this week. I know they're working, know. and I'm just so happy. Yay! Welcome to the Mystery Files. Now with our mics back up and running, nice and crisp, so you can hear Crispy. every little smooth timbre of my voice. You want to hear how smooth my voice is? I'm so jealous. You have a nice coffee right now. I'm gonna coffee all day. Of that. It's gonna, gonna make gonna my suck. stomach ill, but it's fine. That's gonna suck since today is your case. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> guys. But I'll look. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast before, like behind yeah. the scenes stuff. <laughs> if you if you're the one presenting the case, mm-hmm. that episode, you just are just dehydrated the yeah. entire time because there's not really a break long enough for you to take a little sip. So. Yeah, because you're like trying to go into the case, or you're trying to like <laughs> uh, talk, like make the conversation happen so you can't like sip on your drink it's, it's rough like, but then you have the other person reacting and they're just like do to do to do yeah we're just, i just get to i get to just chill this week and they're just yeah. like oh, with your coffee some... wink 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 has it's, nothing it's in it empty guys yeah it's heard it here empty. first there's like a little bit of syrup in there but just, ugh, that's you the know, worst part of a hot starbucks coffee mm, it's just the bottom little mm, sludginess we are not sponsored by starbucks everyone we could be or not. Or not. So if you're Starbucks and you want to sponsor <laughs> us, it's definitely not sludgy. It's so great. I love when I get to the bottom of my Starbucks coffee. Mm, mm, best part. Best part. Best part of waking up at Starbucks, Starbucks. We get another cease and desist from Starbucks. <laughs> we just might. We're just ranking them up. We're There's on the like break. a master Google doc of everyone who has it out for us. It's pretty long. <laughs> we got like all these old historians on there. Stop the, it. Ghost. <laughs> I go, <laughs> we like do a case and I go, I just don't think that anthropologist knows what he's talking about. He goes, check. <laughs> back on the list and then we have like the descendants is that what it is of the people who we talked about in the past in their lives that yes. are from like the 1700s but like yes. now all of their relatives that are like alive today yes. are all on our list because we offended that whole family they're like how dare you how dare you <laughs> that scientist was my father <laughs> how dare you howard carter was my uncle I was actually my uncle, so the fact that you laughed at his last name is pretty messed up. <laughs> we I didn't laugh at his last name. I don't know. We laugh at names, but nothing to do with nobody. Listen, I, I'm not going to disclose my full name on this podcast right now, but... Um... Um, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But, but, like, you know, everyone's kind of have a stup- has a stupid name to a point, for the, right? For a second, I was like, like does not everyone not already know your name? Like, your whole name? Oh, my God, yeah. It is in our marketing, huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, so, LeMaster. <coughs> yeah, LeMaster is not bad. It's pretty cool. It's, yeah. it's better than Walker. Yeah. You have a pretty, pretty funny awful. name. Tiffany Walker. Ugh, disgusting. It's just, like, funny. It sounds like you're going somewhere. Like, where I'm are you going in a hurry, girl? Definitely walking somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right out of any sort of anything. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I'm really excited for the Mystery Files this week. Yes. I've got a long case, but hopefully not too long for yes. my lovely beans. So. so, last week we discussed the Curse of the Pharaohs. I'm always remembering. You, you yes, never remember. I, my memory is... I can remember childhood. But I can't remember last week, and mm-hmm. that's fine. I usually, like, whenever we're in between, like, talking about something, I'm like, what What was it? What did we do? You see, that's a smart way to be. I'm just mm-hmm. like, da-da-da-da-da, like. Well, my brain also goes, like, 20,000 miles an hour. <laughs> so, like, right now I'm thinking about, like, I'm thinking about Disney movies You're like, right now. <laughs> when you were talking about last week, my mind went, I went on Disney Plus, Under Wraps is no longer there. What? Why? I don't know. I literally don't know because I was like, I've seen, definitely seen it on Disney Plus. You were going to watch it? I was going to watch it. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. Just for me. There was another movie that I saw 
And I was like, oh, that's also like the same gist, but I honestly forget what it is now. That's so weird they took it off. It's literally a Disney Channel movie. I How know. did they not have the rights for it Maybe anymore? Maybe we messed something up when we talked what? about it. We messed up the system of life. <laughs> they, they, they heard us talk about it on the podcast. I was like, we can't do that. They went, no. The, oh. Oh, I got to charge my phone, buddy old pals. Is your phone not plugged in? Oh, it's plugged in. My charger's just dumb. Okay. But well, yeah, folks, we're having a little technical fine. difficulty, but in this time, I just wanted to say, please follow us on Instagram at the mystery files underscore. Um, you, that's where you'll find out every episode that we've uploaded. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, which is just the mystery files. Uh, you can find us in the search bar in any way imaginable with that. So yes, please, you know, follow, subscribe for us. It's okay if it's not going to work, Tiffany. My live video. Love you the most. <laughs> yes. My technology never works, guys. That's a really fun fact. I don't know if they can really hear you right now. Yo, guys, my technology never works. And that's a really fun fact for my entire life because I you had know, the worst luck. That's, that's okay. This is why we have two cameras whenever we do the show. We have two cameras. We do. And that's they're the amazing. Point. They save our lives every single time. Yeah. Exactly. And we love them, but yes, I'm Are you so good? excited. Oh, I'm perfect. Okay. Oh, Would you like a drum roll for today's case? <sighs> yes, I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> Wait, let me do it. I always do it like in the middle of the mm-hmm. table, but that doesn't really pick up on my microphone. It's so very fun to do, do it do like right in front of your tummy. Mm. Okay, I'll do okay. that. Ready? <clears throat> this week on Z Mystery Files, we have a lovely mysterious case on Are Aliens Real? Oh my god. For real? Yeah, yeah. Aliens, it's yeah. finally it's time. It's time. It's finally time. It's time. Oh my gosh. The thing is, this I was three hour episode. I know. I was like, <laughs> if you can be talking about aliens, I could talk about every single aspect. I'd really contain myself and it almost became like I mean, we can always bad. do more episodes with aliens, just in different contexts. Yeah. See, I just do way too much research, because this is now a 21-page document, but it was 53 <laughs> earlier. What? So <laughs> I condensed it. That's so long. I condensed it. It's That's fine. That's so long. So, That's so funny. I just love aliens, guys. They're so much fun. On, That's. But. I just. Honestly, this season. This is the season of guilty pleasures. I think mm, it's so good. Like, this is us being like, oh no, like, like in past seasons, like, oh, would it be weird to talk about this yet? And like, no, maybe oh we should have. But now we're all like, I'm just like, I'll talk about anything. End. I'll do anything right now. I love that. So but. wait. Is it like aliens in terms of like the history of aliens, theories? Like um, what are we doing? It's kind of just like, oh, like are aliens real? Like what are what's going on in the world yes. today with aliens? Here's some of the fun like like notorious cases of alien abduction, alien experiences. Ooh, okay. Yes. So let's get into it. I'm yes. excited. So one of the things, are aliens real, is the government actually just admitted it's taking UFOs seriously. Mm-hmm. So as we know, exactly. the government's finally getting into our nice little ring of the UFOs. They literally said aliens were real. Well, like UFOs, at least. They yeah. literally said to us last year, but that was like in like the, the first the month of quarantine. Yeah. It's never once like, well, quarantine. Well, quarantine's important. But like, yeah, no one was. No one cared. Recognizing. No one yeah. cared because everyone was just so like tired and mm-hmm. like annoyed and upset and rightfully so. But yeah. it was just no one cared about the aliens <laughs> at that time. I was just like, why is everyone not freaking out right yeah. now? This is amazing. If they would have like, if that would have been released even like a month beforehand, like mm-hmm. before everything locked down, like people would have oh, freaked people out. People lost their mind. Like the amount of memes we could have had mm-hmm. that UFOs were real. Oh, 
So upsetting. People. people didn't even never forget. Never forget. But... I mean, I didn't really care either, which is so funny. Well, the thing is, in my heart, I already kind of know. Like, I know mm-hmm. I have a pretty good understanding that aliens are real in my heart, at least. So I'm like, yeah. I mean, I I cared, but like I care now. But like just last year too, I was mm-hmm. one of the people that was just like, oh, cool. Well, also, I was really excited because last year, I think that was the year that I took that... Um, Alien class. Yeah, what the heck was it called? It was something Are like... Are We Alone in the Universe? How do you remember the name of that? I don't remember. I have a great memory. The Are We Alone in the Universe? I took a class about, like, the likelihood that there could be life on other planets and, like, if there is life, what is the intelligence level? Like, mm-hmm. what are the cases and life which they live in? Like, ast- extremophiles live in, like, crazy, mm-hmm. like, life habits. I don't know, but it was a really, really fun class. So you're, class. like, an expert I'm, like, on an this. expert on aliens. I, I mean, don't you've know. always been an expert, so... Yes, X-Files got me invested. And weird shows I watched on the Discovery Channel when I was little. Absolutely. That's... Oh, my gosh. All of the greats. <gasps> what? Marketing idea. We should pitch our show to Discovery Plus. Oh, that'd be cute. Discovery Plus, if you're listening, please hit us up. Make us a streamable show. Wait, I am begging Discovery you. Discovery Plus makes us their first podcast. <gast> the first podcast? Do they on the even have podcasts? Platform? I don't know. I don't think they does. do, but we're going to be the first. Wait, that would be such a great idea for Discovery, though. Having a That's podcast platform? Let's, okay. let's hit them up. Let's hit them up. Okay, Discovery. Let's find Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus <laughs> podcast. Plus answer podcast. Got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you're here. So, anyway. Back to the case. So, in 1952, a CIA group called the Psychological Strategy Board concluded that when it came to UFOs, the American public was dangerously gullible and prone to hysterical mass behavior. (laughs) The group recommended debunking campaigns to tamper the public's interest in unexplained phenomena, but the government seems to have been interested too. In December, the Pentagon confirmed the existence of the Advanced Aerospace Threat that, wow, threat identification program created in 2007 by Senators Ted Stevens, who actually reported being chased by a mysterious object. And then I'm going to butcher this name. It's Daniel Inouye. That was good. That was pretty good. Thank you. I feel like it was right. Love you, Daniel. So then <laughs> Daniel and then Major Leader Harry Reid and funded with $22 million from the Department of Defense's budget, the program investigated and evaluated reports of UFO sightings many of which came from American service members. So, like, there were a lot of people in the government, like, actively trying to get this research and everything out there. So, oh, wow. thank you, government people. So, they've been, like, good. wanting to, like, reveal this to the world, like, for a minute Yeah, because this was in 1952. So, like, wow. the old days. And wasn't that the height of the alien hysteria? I think so. Right? Remember? The 50s? Because our 60s? Christmas case, wasn't that the 60s? Remember the... What, yes. West, yes. What is it? The Westmer thing? The, the West... Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, whatever that case was. It was, like... It was, like... Westminster. Yes. That sounds right. It sounded like Worcestershire sauce, but, but it wasn't. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I can't even say that word right. But That's so yes. interesting. Like, just, like, film things yeah. coming into play there. It's also again, interesting because really cool. I feel like if it was the 60s and all that stuff was the hype, if people were actively doing this in 52, mm-hmm. like, they must have knew something a little more. Or, like, it was hit in other places, too. So Oh, yeah. That's interesting. So, much of what the program uncovered remains classified but what little we know is tantalizing based on data it collected the program identified five observations that showed mysterious objects displaying some level of advanced physics also known as stuff humans can't do yet so like (laughs) crazy advancements that we don't got on earth yet so um the objects would accelerate with g-forces g-force the hit g-force disney movie yes it's a disney movie wow 
Yeah, wow. and that's where um that's where uh the hit song by Flo Rida oh, Jump no. comes in. Why can I not place where that like, song? Where like they will say jump, you say how high. I know that's like I, I know that's like that's like a song. Like that's like been a thing. Yeah. I don't know who originated it. I know Flo Rida did it, but it's on the G Force track. I cannot remember that song. Not gonna lie to you. The the best lyric What's in that song is everybody take it to the roof, everybody got their own parachute. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, weird thing. The thing is, I they saw, parachute off the building. And- I saw G Force one time, and it was in theaters. And after that, I was like, I've had enough of G Force, and oh, then I, I did. quit. <laughs> You're like, I watched it every day of my childhood. I did not. Did mm, not. That, that's that's you what have that everybody. Look in your eye, I can tell you watched it a couple times, at least. The first year it was released, you probably had it on DVD watching it. Well, every you were day. well, you were theorizing about I- aliens. <laughs> I was watching G Force. You're watching G Force like just deadpan, like yeah, G Force is so cool. I'm like, I love extremophiles. Oh my god! But anyway, uh, the objects would accelerate with G forces too strong for the human body to withstand or reach hypersonic speed with no heat trail or sonic boom. Or they seem to resist the effects of Earth's gravity without any aerodynamic structures to provide thrust or lift. No one has been able to figure out what those are yet, said Louis Elizondo, who ran the program until last October in a recent interview. So Elizondo had talked about uh, metamaterials that may have been recovered from unidentified aerial phenomena and stored in buildings owned by a private aerospace contractor in Las Vegas. They apparently have material compositions that aren't found naturally on Earth and would be exceptionally expensive to replicate. So according to a 2009 Pentagon briefing uh, summarized in the New York Times, the United States was incapable of defending itself against some of the technologies discovered. So that's really scary. Whoa. So maybe that's why they didn't release it? Yeah, no, I was just about to say, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't release it because if they released it, it could have been like a, a, a war, yeah. intergalactic warfare. It's also Whoa, like if they wanted so cool. to make something out of these, like if the U.S. were to like say we have this crazy stuff that like no one has on Earth, like... That's yeah. a target on their back. Also, like people might try to get that stuff from them to make a bigger weapon, or that's like that's wild. I don't know. That's crazy to me. But. Whoa! I mean, that goes into wow. I've never like thought about it before. Yeah, that it's like because they were like, ah, oh, I don't know if we want aliens attacking the United States just yet. Yeah. As a last year, they're like fine with it. They're but like, now ah. they're like ah. They're like everything else is going on. We'll just we'll let them know. Nothing's real. happened yet. No, nothing yet. <laughs> they'll wait till the pandemic's over. Over and they'll go ah. So the, we'll see. They're, they're being nice. They're being respectful. Yeah, they're they like, said, hey, Earth, we know you got a lot going on, so we'll wait to start intergalactic we'll, warfare. We'll wait a couple years. Yeah. Well, the pandemic die down, and we'll start yeah. to spice stuff up ourselves. Once you so. guys are all vaccinated, then we'll come down and, and say hello. Then we'll kill you, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. I can't. So, um, I can't even just think about that. So, <laughs> the United States is incapable of defending itself against some of the technologies discovered. This was a briefing by people trying to get more funding, but still. So, they were trying to get more funding from the government to, like, help with these research right. things. So, they were like, yes, it's, you can't do anything against it. So, some of the accounts Elizondo and his team analyzed supposedly occurred near nuclear facilities like power plants or battleships. In November 2004, the USS Princeton, a Navy cruiser escorting the aircraft carrier USS Nimitz off the coast of San Diego, ordered two fighter jets to investigate mysterious aircraft the Navy had been tracking for weeks. Meaning this was not just a trick of the eye or a momentary failure of perspective, the two things most often blamed for unexplained aerial phenomena. So it was none of this stuff. So when the jets arrived at the location, one of the pilots, Commander David Farver, 
saw a disturbance just below the ocean's surface, causing the water to roil around it. Then suddenly, he saw a white, 40-foot, tic-tac-shaped craft moving like a ping-pong ball across oh the water. Gosh. The vehicle began mirroring the plane's movements, but when Fravor drove and dove directly at the object, the tic-tac zipped away. <laughs> the tic-tac. The tic-tac-shaped I, object. I, I feel like I've heard about this one before. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. It might have even been Discovery Channel or something. Oh, I've yes. just I just know that visual. I have seen a recreation of it somewhere. Oh, there's definitely footage of it because I think... I don't know if you've seen this documentary. It was on Netflix because this is, like, one of the things that got me super into aliens. It was mm-hmm. this um, thing called... It was a series called Unsealed Alien Case Files. Ooh. I know this specific clip I remember seeing, I believe. Whoa. And there was other ones of, like, things diving into is the Is it ocean. an actual clip? Like, someone has actual footage evidence I, of it? Or is it... Or maybe there's something similar there's footage of, but I've definitely it's not seen one of those, footage like, of it. Oh, so, like, it's not at all, like, a cinematic recreation that they usually do no. in them? Okay. No. Because there was, I don't know if it's the same video I'm thinking of that was shown in this documentary, like, series. But it was something very similar where there was, like, a thing shaped similar to this that was, like, zapping Whoa. all around. And it literally just dove straight into the water. So is it, like, <laughs> this is such a weird thing to ask. No. Is the Tic Tac spaceship? Is it, yes. <laughs> is it vertical or is it horizontal? It's horizontal. Like, if you so picture it's like laying UFO, on its back. It's, a, it's not, like, yes. a Yes. Like, if you were to TikTok, roll a Tic Tac, like, it wouldn't, okay. like... <laughs> You wouldn't roll that it was horizontal for me I mean, to vertical. <laughs> that was important for me to know. You just got to make sure. It'd be kind of stupid if the aliens were like, yeah, let's make a vertical tic-tac-shaped thing. That'd be so great for our space fun. No. <laughs> they did just a joke with us. They said, ah, we're just said, ah, Let's just pull our legs a little. Okay, because that changes the visual for me completely. I can't believe you thought it was shaped like that, you weirdo. <laughs> so the Pentagon had said funding... Uh, for the program ran out in 2012 and wasn't renewed, but Elizondo had claimed the project was alive and well when he resigned in October. And yeah, so that's like basically the, fir- like wow. the first thing is just like there is stuff going on currently when people are like, yes, they're real. That's so cool. So yeah. That's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. I just, oh, just a visual of it like on the water and like the ripples. Ooh, yes. it's so cool. A little tic tac coming down. Like I don't think they mentioned it in like any of the stuff I have, but I'm going to talk about it for a second because it has to do with the thing I just, the series I just talked about. But in that series, they had this uh, theory that the reason these like, tic-tac-shaped ship things were, like, diving into the water is because, like, sometimes, like, what if an alien society was, like, built under, like, the depths of the ocean to work, like, actively against, like, everything, but they're so deep. Atlantis. Atlantis. But they're literally so deep that, like... Wow. We don't know what's going on because we can't reach those depths. But and they, would ha- they could have the technology to, like, go under the water pressure that we have not been able to Yes, like, they can survive yet. there. Whoa. Because they're, like, advanced species of... That's so interesting. Whatever. I'll hit you with another idea. Yes. It could also be that they are... <laughs> You're, like, taking a drink. Um, yes. I think it could also be they're trying to understand the geography like the geography of yes. the earth mm-hmm. like trying to understand like what our water looks like including mm-hmm. the animals like basically doing a scan oh yeah I think I'm that could be something that could be like doing a little scan of like what the water looks like to kind of get a feel and do research on us yeah that's another idea i have and i think it could be mm-hmm. something or if like that's where they habitate like mm, in general yeah. if they are like on earth that's like where they live they're like sea monkeys. Yes. They're like studying all the ocean creatures. Like you, you know, said. Like, if I ever saw an alien for the first time and it looked like a sea monkey, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be like, yeah, that unless, makes sense. You might have seen an alien now just as a reptilian person. And I love that even more. That's me now. 
<laughs> For all you listeners out there, I just stuck my tongue out like a little snake. <laughs> just to spook Logan a little bit. <laughs> my gosh. I can't. But anyway, so um, so scientists, this is the next little thing. Scientists are suddenly more bullish about the possibility of life out there. So we'll get into that. Ooh. So just 30 years ago, we had not discovered a single planet outside our solar system. Now we know of more than 3,000 of them, and we know nearly every star in the night sky has at least one planet in its orbit. Even people who are not terribly interested in science know that we found planets are as common as fire hydrants. That's a weird thing to say. They're everywhere, <laughs> says Seth. <laughs> every Sh- corner. Shostick. Every corner of every street. Wow. Corners of the galaxy. That's like a, that's kind of beautiful. That sounds like a really smart it. book. Yeah, I'm going to write it. Corners of the galaxy, written by Logan the Master. That's me. That's you. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> I wrote the smart book. <laughs> I can't. So, um... <laughs> It's just like doodles inside. It's just yeah, like little just, drawings. I can't picture you writing this book, but I'm trying for you, buddy. So I, I'm glad you support me even when you don't think I can do things. I support you so deeply, but like... Just not when it comes to writing a book. Just You can write a book, but are you really going to be able to write it about aliens. like corners of space? I don't think. No, I don't think so. No, you'll write about corners of G-Force. That's what you're writing about. So That's my uh, grad thesis. Seth Showstick, the senior astronomer at the SETI Institute, says that one in five or in six might be a planet similar to the Earth. So this is basically what I talked about in my um, my class that I forgot the name of again. Are we alone in the universe? Yes, thank God. <laughs> I literally, that class is a blur, but I did learn a lot. So yes, we talked about the um, planets out there that might be similar to Earth. That was like our whole thing in the class. Mm-hmm. But um, So that doesn't mean that we'll ever find an exact replica of Earth, but maybe we don't have to. Our study of other planets and moons in the solar system shows us many worlds possess the ingredients necessary for life in atmosphere, organic compounds, liquid water, and other necessities. So the whole moons orbiting Jupiter and Saturn, for example, feature whole subsurface oceans. And I think I learned about um, Jupiter's, it's Enceladus, has like water underneath the surface, Mm -hmm. like under all these layers of like really thick ice. So like it's a possibility that could be like a habitat worth living on. Whoa. At some point, like not now, but like eventually. That's really cool. Like my group and I made this idea that if we could like, what is it? Dig or something like into the ice deep enough, we could make something to like retract the water out of it. Oh, to like pull it out. Yeah, yeah. it'd be really deep. But that was Whoa. like we had to make a whole project. Like a man-made about lake. It. Yeah. Wow. Because there could be extremophiles living underneath that deep, deep ice in that little bit of water. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But anyway. Wow. So, even though these places are extremely harsh environments, that doesn't mean as much as we might have once thought it did. So, recent discoveries on Earth itself demonstrate that life is much tougher than we thought. We found organisms in blistering hot gyres in Yellowstone National Park, in the darkest crevices under the most ungodly pressures in the deep ocean, in dry scapes like the Atacama Desert in Chile, an analog for Mars. Oh, these extremophiles don't need a warm and fuzzy paradise to call home. I'm excited except that word, extremophiles. That's a very fun word. I know. So, in fact, they have already evolved to live in environments as harsh as those on other planets. So, some like tardigrades great one can even survive the black and bleak vacuum of space itself if there is life in more of these places it's going to be a pond scum says showstick but it's alien pond scum and it shows that biology is all over so he's saying there could be little critters out there vibing in L- space. little squirrels in space <gasps> yeah oh little guinea pigs 
space. Little G-force. G-force. G-force in space. G- There's Honestly, multiple why have they not made that? I feel like they'd make bank. They made space buddies. They can make G-force in space. G-force is basically space buddies, is it not? Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. I'll say it. Don't say that. Air buddies is by far miles ahead of G-force. I'll right. die on this. Depends which one it is, but all right. <gasps> Treasure space buddies. Bu- space buddies is pretty good. It's pretty cute. It's it's good. Oh wait, I'm gonna watch Aww. Space Buddies after this. Wow, that's what I'm gonna you do. Should. Didn't I get it for you on DVD? Is that the one I got you? No, you got me Spooky Buddies. I did get you Spooky <laughs> Buddies. Aw, yeah, I didn't get you the space one. You're right. <laughs> so that's what Disney Plus is for. Hello. Hello. Is it even on Disney Plus? <laughs> I think so. Oh, well. I'll find it somewhere. I got it somewhere. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to find this now. So, scientists are especially bullish about these planets. So, going into the planets, uh, scientists now think that every one or five or six planets might be habitable based on gener- well, general criteria. They're rocky and they reside in a region of the star's orbit called the Goldilocks zone, Ooh. where it's not too cold and not too hot. That's so funny. It is very funny. Whatever so scientists came up with that was so proud of They're himself. They're like, I'm so creative in saying this so Goldilocks zone. This is so zone. funny. He I'm like just... did theater once in high school and yes. he's like, this is the creative side I've always he said, wanted. Wow, kids are going to love this. <laughs> kids are going to love to learn about this extreme of fouls and the harsh no, conditions, really... <laughs> the not too hot, not too cold area. That's really good, though. That's it actually is. a great term. It is cute because I remember it now. But um, just right to allow the liquid water to form on the surface. And where there's water, there can be life. Extraterrestrial researchers and enthusiasts are most excited about these seven. So we have Proxima B. And then Trappist-1 system. LHS-1140B. Ross-128B. Mars. And then the ocean world. (laughs) Just Mars. Mars. There's like (laughs) Ross-128B. They all have like random code names that would be on your Amazon package. And then it's just Mars. Mars. (laughs) And then we have the ocean's world. So we have Europa (gasps) Enceladus, which I talked about earlier, and Titan. So many of Jupiter and Saturn's moons show signs of possessing a liquid ocean underneath the surface. So I talked about that. So yeah. Oh, do they think like sea creatures are in there? Like alien sea creatures? Yeah, like little creatures. (gasps) Because the thing is, like, I think too many people associate aliens with, like, this intelligent life that is so far beyond like anything. Like, big civilizations. But the thing is, there could be life out there that hasn't reached an advancement at all. It's just, like, a creature yeah. that's alive out there. Or, like, a plant that's alive on a planet. Like, you just... Yeah. It's still considered alien, extraterrestrial, because it's alive. I mean, evolution is a thing. Like, yeah. Like, we started, like... In the water, so like it's like, very much possible. I was mm-hmm. trying to remember science. You're like, what is science? Well, I didn't get to learn evolution wow. in high school, so honestly, I want to visit the water planets. What's it called? Ocean's world. The ocean world. So it's ocean world. They're actually the um, moons of Jupiter and Saturn. I want to go to the moons of Jupiter and Saturn. Let's go to Enceladus. Uh, I learned all about her. That's she's so pretty, Mama. That's just an intergalactic water park. Let's go. <laughs> we probably die, but that's fine. It'd be fun, though. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Maybe we'll see, like, the Loch Ness Monster or something. And we're like, oh, my God, it's the oh Loch Ness Monster. I mean, it's under ice, so we'd have to, like, like <laughs> dig through. <laughs> we could do it. Bring a pickaxe. Just one. We could do it. With one? Yeah, with one. <gasps> Let's bring a flamethrower. In space. <laughs> we bring a flamethrower into space. Hear me out. And we just direct it towards the ice. and we sh- Wait, but hear me out. Would fire even work in space? Because it's not, like, air. <laughs> That's probably so stupid. Do you know what I we'll mean? We'll make intergalactic flamethrowers that'll work in space. It'll work. It'll happen. You, okay. I believe you. <laughs> I, I'll look mm-hmm. it up. I'll Google it. Yeah. I would Google it, but I don't have internet, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot one more. GJ 
112-14B. See, why do they pick these names? Did they just like go to like know. a random number generator and said, it looks yep, like that's it. it. Oh my gosh. Wait, this one's nicknamed Waterworld by scientists because there's signs of potential clouds that give us hopes that the planet has an atmosphere so we can get a, a flamethrower and a water park in one at GJ1214B. <laughs> That's where I want to go. Couldn't oh be God. me, but I'm glad you want to go. That's really cool, though. Yeah. Like, I just love, like you said, the idea of um, there being life on there that's not exactly like uh, human life, mm-hmm. like kind of a... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? I guess uh, conscious, consciousness the way we know it. Yeah. Like, it's not intelligent life by any means. I mean, it might be, but, like, yeah, it's more realistic. Like, through all the different studies that have been done, it's more realistic to have life that's not intelligent in the first yeah. place beyond Earth. That's but... kind of like that Netflix show uh, I recommended to you, that Alien Worlds one, where they, mm. like, they go in and they pick, like, different, like, biomes in the universe and they kind of go this is what we think a creature like this would look like based off the Mm. biomes and atmosphere that they have is that that's just so that would have like animation mix or something yes it's like it's almost like completely animated and it just has scientists talking about the planet and stuff it's so cool well i'm gonna have to watch it and i recommend it i forget things that are recommended me as soon as someone i've watched i think i watched the whole thing it's really good i mean i didn't like sit down and fully intent like wow but like every time i looked at the visuals they're so good. But they're the best. It's like kind of sad because it's like Discovery Channel S, so it's like... Mm. It pr- you have to be in the <laughs> mood to like pay attention for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Also, it's like yeah, like a pterodactyl kind of sea creature bird thing mm-hmm. is eating a bunch of monkeys like on the ground and, like, and stuff. Uh... And I'm like, why am I watching? You're like, I shouldn't be watching <laughs> Like this Predator movie. versus... Uh... Alien? Alien versus Predator? Is that what you're talking wow. about? Wow. No. But well. that's a good... Wow. 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 That was beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I, I can tie it back in. All those planets are just really, really cool. They are. They Thank all you, had, Goldilocks planets. Thank you, Goldilocks. Literally, they all had all the different things explaining why they're habitable, but I have so many pages to get through that I couldn't explain them. So if you want to know more about any of those, let me know. I'll let you know yeah. of Ross 128B. <laughs> Maybe those can be our mini mysteries. The little planets? Yeah. Oh, that's some fun. habitable planets. Potential habitable planets out there. This is where we're moving to, everyone. <laughs> this is where we're going to be moving <laughs> in 2056. Always moving there next year. That's my oh, plan. Oh, good luck, Going Charlie. <laughs> wow, you got some high expectations. Graduate and go to space. Yes. Within the same year. Exactly. Good luck. I'm going to NASA school. What's that called? Space school. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> I have never been more upset with anything you've ever said in your entire life. I want to go to NASA school. Honestly, it might be a thing, but I just hate the way you said it. And that's all. I want to go to NASA school. That's what I want. Says Logan, the master author of Corners of Space. (laughs) (laughs) Buy it now. So, our next little section is there is documentation of some space things. To say aliens are real, so we're like getting the stars. like the stars. There's definitely stars up there. Oh well, you're on the right track for our first <gasps> thing. So good job, corner of science boy, <laughs> corner of science, corner of space. So we're getting radio signals from something. Ooh. That's the big little block. So 
Fast radio bursts, or bursts, or FRBs, are one of the most mysterious phenomena ever observed by scientists. Though they last only a few milliseconds, these pulses, first detected in 2007, emit more energy in that time than the sun does in 24 hours. So, three more were found this month, and we are no closer to understanding their origin, except that they're coming from outside the Milky Way. So, naturally, many experts have begun to think perhaps they're produced by an ultra-advanced civilization from afar, trying to speak to us through signals we can barely comprehend. Oh. So that's like a whole other yeah. thing. Yeah. That in the idea that there could be alien life out there trying to contact us,、mm. but we don't have any sort of advancement enough to even understand what they're trying to say in the first place. Yeah, like it's like a completely like I talked about it a little bit, but like the whole like idea of consciousness,、mm-hmm. like what if their like al- their form of consciousness is completely different from how we know civilization, life, and our feelings, and、mm-hmm. um, even like our natural instincts. Yeah. So that's that's really interesting. Like they could be trying to communicate through like things that are so like. Out of any sort of understanding that we have, like they could be communicating through like the pulses, sort of like a Morse code、wow. type thing, or like through a visual thing somewhere in the universe of like different patterns you'd find somewhere, or just different、oh, things that、wow. we don't have an understanding of what they're trying to say because we're not advanced enough. And almost not, like a code, but a code we don't have the answers to. Yeah. Wow. And the thing is, if they did come here, it could be to gain a better understanding of how to communicate with us in the first place. Wow. So it's just a really interesting dynamic from both ends because. <laughs> We could not be smart enough. They couldn't be smart enough. We're both just so far、We're、beyond each other. We're both kind of stupid in our own ro- We're right. We're stupid because we don't know further than us. So and they they're probably frustrated with us too. Like I've been trying to co- con- contact these humans <laughs> for so long. Yeah. So it's like, oh, whatever. Because they, they、like、could be super inv- advanced in their own right. Yeah. I mean, who's to say we don't advance like that? Yeah. Who's to say we haven't beep, reached beep, the beep, advancement beep, 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 beep. that is them? Like, whoa. They could be so like. Techie that it looks like old to us. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, that goes back to like ancient civilization stuff too,、yeah. which is a whole other topic that we've talked about on here. Aliens. Wow. Yeah. Aliens. <laughs> that show. That show. <laughs> that show messed、oh、me up. <laughs> If there's anything that made me into conspiracies, it was that stupid show. <laughs> that stupid show messed me up because. It played too many games. My gosh, what if the aliens like are trying to contact us through the podcast? Like, what if one time we hear like a little like boop boop boop? When we boop, hear boop. the grumbling in the ground, yes, they go, "Let us talk on the show. Let us talk、Aww. on the show." Hey, if there's any aliens out there and you can understand what we're saying, come be a guest star on the show. We'd love to have you. <laughs> <gasps> what was that? <laughs> Ah, I'm just joshing you. They're like, we'll think about it. We'll think I get, about I get it. a really nice email from them. That's like, hey, we heard about your、they、show. We would love to come down. And then they don't like understand time the way we do, so they just kind of show up whenever. They show up like 800 years later, and they're like, we're here for the show. <laughs> and we go about that. It's been like five minutes for them. Yeah. <laughs> like、exactly. they went and got takeout and like、mm-hmm. came over, and they were like, hey, hey, we're ready to party. <laughs> we're like we're fully like, like gone. We're gone. <laughs> they're just with our. Stones. They're like, ah, I'm ready to party, right? And then it's just silence, and they're like, ah, these pranksters over They here. Set up the I can't, I can't, I can't. This is probably so like morbid to talk about for a second, but can we talk about how eventually this is really dark? But eventually, we're going to be gone, and our legacy、yeah. is this show. People, That's beautiful. If someone asks, "Oh, what were like Tiffany and Logan like?" You can be like, "Oh, go watch the Mystery Files," and they go, "Oh gosh, oh my God. that's so fun, though." That's just so weird to Honestly, think about. That's my favorite to think about. Like, yeah, just, this is gonna get really sweet for a、yeah. second, but it's kind of nice knowing that like our loved ones are gonna have a bunch of like audio and visual files of us just、yes. kind of 
being us and talking about mysteries and doing yeah. what we love. And I think that's kind love of beautiful. Love you guys. See? We're still doing this like at 85. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're all going like, the mystery Please stop. Files. Please quit it. <laughs> It's not cute anymore. Today we're going to be finally talking about the Loch Ness Monster. We should have talked about it years ago, but we forgot it existed. (laughs) (laughs) We just do updated cases on stuff that happened when we were young. We do stuff. We do we plot a news article from last week. (laughs) We're like, guys, they they found a bear. They found Um, a bear in Village Park. (laughs) They found a snake in Oakland. (laughs) I can't. I That's really going to be can't. the show. We're just going to keep going. Just keep going. Wait, they go, we go, for the uh, 600th time, we're going to be covering the case Javane Ramsey. Oh, my God. <laughs> we keep covering the same cases. We revisit them? We revisited <laughs> Javane once, once yeah. but it was a mini mystery, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just joshing to the furthest extent that I can. Honestly, it might be a good idea to revisit them eventually, but I don't oh, think we've, we haven't run out of anything at all. That's yeah. the best thing about this Which show. The thing is, Mysteries like, revisiting doesn't really make sense. I mean, it makes sense for us just because we did those cases when we weren't, like, out on a platform besides Point Park. Yeah. So I think... it deci- And it's also, like, depends on if there's updated information about the case or if the case even gets closed. Yeah. Like, that could be something cool, too. Yeah. But I don't think any of the cases we've talked about yet have been, like, fully mm-hmm. closed yet. Yeah. Because it's Ooh. like, we're just reaching a new audience by saying, like, revisiting them. So I think it's yeah. a whole new thing. It's, they, and, it's new to them. And the first season was amazing she was guys this show used to be like we only like did it for like 30 minutes because of the commercials yeah. and stuff i, I don't know. know how i don't know we how we did 20 minutes cases my goodness and got tidbits in there mm-hmm. and ta- oh, that's crazy we mastered it wow Master- now we're just like now we just get to be like we're just vibing we're like doing our very best absolutely <laughs> but now our next little segment is about masters of the universe are obsessed so there's like a really intelligent oh. people out there who are obsessed with the idea of aliens being real and it's like these people are so smart that you're like oh if they believe they're called it, masters of the universe yeah well you Ooh, can just call them like that's Ooh, cool like these really amazing people so that's number one name. it's not surprising elon musk what a guy. Really? So. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. This guy's real smart. So, Musk is set on using his $21 billion to colonize Mars, obviously. What? So, his company SpaceX has been trying desperately to reduce the cost of space travel in the hopes of beginning a million-person colonization of Mars. And he says, if we're not in a simulation, then maybe we're in a lab and there's some advanced alien civilization just watching how we develop what? out of curiosity like mold no. in a Petri dish. No. Elon, you can't say stuff like that. That's ex- that's existentialism to the max. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh, my God. I cannot stand the idea. What? It's, he's like, well, if we can't get to Mars, then I guess we're in a Would Petri you go dish. To Mars? Oh, I'd go. If I, like, if, if you I, had like, to live there. Maybe. It depends. I feel like if I was for sure that it was going to be safe, I do it, but I have too much anxiety to just like go to a planet and just hope yeah. for the best. I guess you don't know if like that planet would like completely crumble the next day or not. Yeah. And- I don't know, explode. I might wait like five years to see everyone else does and then hop on in there. <laughs> wait like five years, just like make sure. Yeah. Make friends with people who but are there and FaceTime them from space. Yeah, but if Earth was like really like she went downhill real quick, then I'll go. Like if mm. she's going to explode tomorrow. Like it's like Wally level of like. Yes, bad. exactly. And Wally had her little, she had her moment of, and like in the movie with the little plant, mm, having yeah. her little life on Earth. Oh, <laughs> on my heart. I can't. So. Another master of the universe. I don't really know this guy. Paul Allen. 
Okay. So this guy. Hi, so Paul. when <laughs> Hi Paul. So when Congress cut off funding for NASA's hunt for aliens in nineteen ninety three, Allen gave millions to the SETI Institute in two thousand nine. So the Allen Telescope Array started searching the cosmos. Okay, that's familiar, Allen Telescope. Yeah. So Allen had given an additional thirty million to the project, a sum wow. that bought him a guarantee that if the array detects an extraterrestrial commu- community wow. Alan will be the first non-scientist to know. So this guy's not a scientist, but he's like... He just kind of wants to know. Yeah, he's got like money, money, and he said, let's figure it out. I believe That's it. That's really funny. Like, I just know. Be, imagine just being so filthy rich mm-hmm. that like you're just picking up a hobby you're bored in. Like, yeah. One day, like, I, what if I get really rich and I'm like, I want to like be an architect. And I they can, just like, draw a picture and I go, here you go. Figure it out. Do that. Here's 20 million. Show me how to do that. <laughs> Show me how to do it. <laughs> the fact that he was just like, yeah, I'll just give an additional $30 million. No, exactly. I was just thinking Institute. about that. Just like throwing that money around. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a personal believer that we should be investing more into space. Like, yeah. I think they like there should be more funding for it. That's why Elon um, Musk is on the right track. Like doing all that with his money. The t- what was it? The 21 billion to colonize Mars. Like he's got that, that man's money. using all of oh his money goodness. to help advance everything. Wow. Because that's something that's like just really cool space wise, but it's also really cool for like human kind in the mm-hmm. first place. Cause he's doing something that will in the end, hopefully if something does go wrong on earth, will actually like help out everyone that's living here. Like yeah. that's really cool. That so, is really cool. You, I, I think it's so interesting that they're trying to, like, go to Mars. That Like, that's just mm-hmm. so, wow. I'm like, I just want to hear about it soon, so I'm excited. <laughs> so then we have uh, Yuri Milner. So last year, Milner, named after a Russian cosmonaut, announced a plan to send spaceships to Saturn's moon Enceladus in search of alien life. So wow. Milner is also funding Breakthrough Listen, a 10-year project to use a telescope in West Virginia to search for messages from intelligent life and Breakthrough Starshot in conjunction with... Mark Zuckerberg and the late Stephen Hawking. So he was working with like some crazy, huge, like scientists, like inventive people. Zuckerberg. That's surprising. Yeah. That's a very interesting addition to that list. I know. Maybe it's because he's trying to like, it's with like communication and messages and like Mm. maybe within that realm. I don't know. Facebook Messenger in space. (laughs) Yep. Facebook Messenger. That's what I want. I maybe. I maybe (laughs) want that. Maybe. If it's the Facebook call method, then no. You'll hear. and it's so bad is there i was gonna ask this so off topic but still on it um is there like a government like official way of um mandating who goes to space and who doesn't like is there a rule that's like hey in order to send someone to space or can they can these rich people just go to space listen it's probably like the normal like astronaut people and then people who just, like, graduated from, like, quote, astronaut school. Because did you see, I don't know if I made supper as a dream, but wasn't there, like, a young girl who went to space recently? I'm I feel like sure. I saw it. She was, like, 17 or 18. If she, oh. like, I think it was something, like, she got, Let's you should look, look it up. up. Because I feel like I remember it happening recently. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Because I think she, like, zoomed Was she, like, a school. teenager? Like, a straight up, like, high school student I went to like space? I feel like she might have graduated early. And mm, then did college Like a prodigy thing. child. Yes. I think what? she was like one of the youngest people to go to space. I might be making that up, but I feel like she had dark hair. That That's helpful. It does, it does not help, <laughs> but I remember her. That's so interesting. Maybe type in youngest girl to go to space or something. She's loading up. That's so... It works, but... I'm just like thinking about that though. Like, is there a thing with the government where like, <laughs> it's like, hey, you can't break this barrier. Um... Yeah. Sorry. Or do you like? Do you have to? Do you have to do paperwork to go to space? Like, I'm just so curious. Well, I feel like it's definitely coming down to like if you're an astronaut, if you have like 
the money to get there in the first place and then as well as if you are like physically healthy enough to be up there because remember that episode of iCarly where they had all those like testings to see if they can go to space like if they were too claustrophobic or oh whatever other things they had in that episode to like test these people to see if they could take it so i think it's stuff like that did you find our girl oh oh Alyssa carson let me see your face maybe oh let me look it up Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, that's her. her. Wait, she's kind of serving in that outfit right there. Read a little about her. I want to see who she is. Oh, my gosh. So Alyssa Carson, born March 10th, 2001, is an American space Mm -hmm. enthusiast and undergraduate student. She is known for attending numerous space camps and visiting NASA visitor centers across nine states with her father, Burt Carson. Career. Um... Maybe in she's a... an astronaut in training. Okay. But I don't know. I don't see anything about if she went to space or not. Okay. Maybe she's just the youngest astronaut. Because I feel like I remember seeing she went to space, but I might have been missing that. Yeah, no. I think she wants to go to space. Yeah, no. Okay. I don't think she's been there yet. Oh, she's oh, getting she's, ready to go to Mars. She's ready. Oh, wow. Okay. That's I was so like, cool. I remember seeing this, but I couldn't place what it she's actually was. She's going to was. Mars. So... Y'all okay. Google Alyssa, uh, Alyssa, Carson. Alyssa Carson. This is really cool. I know. I remember reading about it recently, but I forgot about it. So. Space fits are so good. They're so cute. They're so good. Oh, my goodness. My next year's Halloween costume. That's like I'm going to be an astronaut. The best fashion I can probably think of mm-hmm. is space fashion. It's so cute. That's nice. amazing. The That's really cool. Amazing. Absolutely. But, yes, yeah, so we have that lovely bean. And then our next one is Jeff Bezos. So, yeah, <laughs> what a guy, right? So... His company, Blue Origin, is competing with Elon Musk's SpaceX. Of course they are. Of course they are, because why wouldn't these men do that? So, (laughs) Elon Musk is... I'm going to get to space before you. I'm going to do it first. Like, it's the space race of the 69. Is that what it was? Yes. My gosh. Wow. So, um, he's competing with Elon Musk's SpaceX to launch reusable rockets and comically rich tourists into space so all the rich people are probably gonna go to space first according to what jeff bezos well, that's says. what i was thinking like just like the amount of rich like we got the mm-hmm. tesla guy we got the facebook guy <laughs> we got the amazon guy yeah like, we just have like all these people all these got money to very... put into it yeah. like oh my goodness i mean i guess if i was that rich i would put into it but just the fact like it's just so um american to me yeah that these Rich men are like... The thing is, like, I don't think it's fair. I feel like they should be sending scholarly people who have, like, dedicated their lives to the science of Earth or, like, science of space or even, like, young people who are just, like passionate and like maybe they go through these different yeah. contests or the people who go to like space camps and stuff. work with nasa more yeah. in it because they need so much funding mm-hmm. like i said before like they need like the funding and like they exactly. can get there that's well, they have so seti crazy. too i think seti is the um like the space institute stuff that's like okay, separate got it. or mm-hmm. maybe they're part of nasa i don't remember wow. but seti is a big one that's so interesting but um while musk played himself in a cameo in iron man 2 bezos <laughs> appeared in alien why, why did it get here so bezos appeared as an alien starfleet official in 2016 that's what he wants <laughs> he wants to be he's literally wants to he's live like a literally just begging he's a whole to be child a... oh my goodness a whole child so captain the spaceship <laughs> Why did he even say these things? <laughs> he said, okay, so he here, appeared in the Starfleet official in 2016's uh, Star Trek Beyond. So it wasn't a speaking role at all. So he goes, why do I feel so much like Sigaroy Weaver? Bezos said last March as he piloted a giant manned robot at Amazon's Mars convention. 
But I feel like he, this guy probably has a god complex. He's like, I'm going to go to space, and I played these characters, so I Definitely. know how to be in space because I played a movie. I played 110% a movie. that's what's happening. A whole non-speaking role. He's like, yes, I am him. To a I... T, we are one. That's like the theater role that really broke him into yeah. it. He said, you know, I just really want to go to space now. You're like, buddy, can you even act? Can you Ooh. even can you even act like you go to space? Jeez. I don't think you can go to space, sir. <laughs> Bezos comes after me. He gets rid of my Amazon Prime account. <laughs> I go, watch it. He goes, let's, let's leak this information out. <laughs> let's leak it. <laughs> my gosh. So um, apart from that, some government... Government folks are also obsessed with the idea of aliens being real. Right. So, of course they are. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, we have a bunch of, like, random ones that are just, like, helping life through. Yeah. So, we've got this guy named Barry Goldwater. Pretty fun name. It sounds like the Goldbergs, Barry Goldberg. Love it. So, uh, Barry Goldwater, had he won election in 1964, one of his White House first acts might have been releasing top secret UFO files. That was this guy's plan. Wow. So, he harbored a lifelong... So, he knew them already. He knew. I feel like a lot of these people... Do but like they're like hush hush, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, so he harbored a lifelong fascination with the truth about extraterrestrial contact, much of it stemming from his desire to find out what was in the mysterious Hangar 18 at Wright Patterson Air Force Base, home to the Air Force's Project Blue Book. So, in the 80s, it surfaced he'd spent decades corresponding with UFO investigators and harassing the military for access to the hangar's so-called blue room, where conspiracy theorists believe alien bodies from Roswell are preserved. That's, like, the whole place that people think these bodies are kept. Like, Wow. And I feel like I've seen footage or photos of these, and, like, some of it looks real and some looks real fake real quick. I've seen, um... What is it? We talked the um, Kecksburg incident in Pennsylvania. Mm, you don't know anything about that? Mm-mm. Okay. So the Kecksburg incident was basically that this uh, <laughs> this alien UFO crash landed uh, in one of the forests, and it was just in this like really small town, mm. and there was like apparently a lot of um, sightings of actually seeing the ship. Like, there's a claim that, like, four teenagers went down there because they heard the big crash as this UFO landed. Oh. And um, this was, like, a whole thing. Like, they saw, like, basically a spaceship, Mm -hmm. um, which was a whole thing. And then there is a house that's, like, right on the top of the hill of where the spaceship landed, Mm -hmm. where um, the guy who lived there went down to it, and he, like, saw it as well. But Ooh. the police came and the government officials came and, like, basically all these people uh, caution taped off this, like, line so no one could get there in time. But there was, like, a two to three oh. hour period where there was, like, no one there yet. And there's an eyewitness that there was something that was taken away on, um, what are those things called? The uh, the hospital things? Like that a you stretcher? Like a stretcher. Ooh. There was evidence of a stretcher being brought down and... It's like there's no like proof behind it because it's like he said, she said type mm-hmm. of things. But um, basically they believe that um, – what is it? They believe that they basically uh, saw an alien hand. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's one, that's one story mm-hmm. um, about it. But, yeah, that was in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. I don't even know that happened. Do you know what around what year it was? Or was it I sort of recent? Was it older? I do not remember. Let me actually look right now. Well, let's throw it back yes. to the good old times of the Kecksburg, Kecksburg, I can't speak, incident. Mm, <laughs> yes, the Kecksburg UFO incident. Wait, it's referred to as Pennsylvania's Roswell. 
Really? Yes. Wait, that's so interesting. Oh, I didn't even know this existed. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I've been to it before, actually. 1965. Got it, got it. Wow. Oh, the 60s. What a year. What? We love them. We do we love, love them. them. Wow, that's... But yeah, that's a long-winded explanation because you talked about the Roswell thing, but I guess I was right because it said people yeah. call Pennsylvania's Roswell. Yee. But yeah. That's amazing. All righty, so going off the little hand moment from that fun Roswell-seeming case... Um, so this is where the aliens, like alien bodies from Roswell are preserved. That's what a lot of people believe. So it's kind of fun. So not only can't you get into it, his friend General Curtis LeMay supposedly snapped in 1975, but don't you ever mention it to me again. So this guy's getting mad. So Goldwater claims he didn't at all. He can't, he didn't get into it. So that's kind of interesting. But after retiring in 1987, the Senator told Larry King, the earth is one of several billion planets in this universe. I can't believe that God or whoever is in charge would put thinking bodies on only one planet. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. And that's how I feel, too. I just feel like the world is so vast. Like, why could there not also be life somewhere else? That's just how I feel. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Some people are, like, I don't know. Like, some religious people are like, oh, well, there couldn't be beyond because God only wanted life to be here but i think it's just a vast thing life could be anywhere i think so too i I genuinely like i think like it it, it is silly to think we're the only planet in existence when there's um and what is it isn't it like the space is infinite like it's like it's never ending there's no like so vast and the thing is i feel like it's also very closed-minded to believe we are the only ones Mm -hmm. it's also kind of selfish i don't know it's just like there's so much out there Here, there's so much yeah. yeah no i agree that's so interesting but yeah i think it's so interesting they got fired up about like that I question know. and stuff Some imagine being so get... passionate about aliens like mm-hmm. that i just i love it i wish i hope one day i can get into like a really deep argument i'm like i have all these facts i'm spitting at someone you like that's assess it you're like aha maybe this will stir up some people like our viewers if you, mm-hmm. if you guys want to like start a little fun stir up with me let's talk i just want to yeah. like follow the... us on the instagram at the mystery files underscore and we'll chat wow that was that was a stunning little slip in there i saw you you know you know how i do it <laughs> <laughs> love so then we have a uh, mr roscoe hillencotter kind of fun it's name a great name it is a great name so after he'd served ooh, after he'd served as the first cia director um he'd been appointed by president truman so hillencotter retired after a distinguished navy career in 1957 and took a gig at a brand new private research group called the national investigations committee on aerial phenomena so its chief purpose was was to keep pressuring the government to disclose what it knew about ufos via investigations like project blue book so Hill and Cotter went after this intelligence community, writing angry open letters that said things like, it is time for the truth to be brought out in an open congressional hearings. So he was like, let's just get this out where everyone can hear it. Like, do these congressional hearings. Like, he just knew there was something up, but, like, no one wanted to talk about it in the open. Because it was, like, wow. secret. Hush, hush. So when he pointed out in 1960 that the Air Force had investigated 6,312 UFO reports to date, Oh, my God. Like, that was in 1960. Wow. Like, Over 3,000. 6,000. 6,000. Oh, my goodness. 6,312. Oh, that's where I got the... Oh, Yeah, so that's so many. That's double than what I thought. Mm -hmm. Wow. So they had seemingly investigated all these reports, but was seemingly trying to hide the facts. The military reminded Americans that no physical evidence, not even a minute fragment of a so-called flying saucer had ever been found. So, like... They're trying to keep it like, oh, haha, nothing were found mm-hmm. because they don't want people to 
have a ruckus wow. but obviously we know there was no ruckus in the first place because people didn't care when they did say anything so wow. yeah so uh of course another theory popped up in the 80s that hill and cotter had helped run a secret committee all along of politicians military officers and scientists called the majestic 12. so ufoologists claimed that cabal was formed in 1947 so once Truman started panicking over what to do with all the alien spacecrafts, <laughs> the government kept finding them. So the government's existence is based on government files that allegedly materialized in 1984. And that sounds like the show I watched, the Unsealed Alien Case Files. It's wow. like kind of the same sitch. So That's really cool. Imagine like being present and like freaking out that a bunch of UFO incidents yes. keep happening and crashing. And you're like, again? Again? Are you serious? Like imagine that's like your like first world problem. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess intergalactic world problem. Exactly. Like they're wow. trying to like run the whole United States in the first place. But then they literally have all of these other like, hey, um, aliens. Like 10 more like UFOs crash near Seattle. He's like, dude, I can't handle it. Just hide it. Cover it up. I don't feel like. <laughs> like, oh my God. Can we just, can't we hide it again and make people think they're wild Let the next crazy. president figure it out in four years. I'm over it. <laughs> he goes, I just want a nap now. This just, is too much. I just that's can't so, do it. That's wild. So we got, we got that that's guy. That's wild that evidence is out there too. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. And the thing is the FBI actually denied their authenticity entirely but they and the majestic 12 remain popular grist for the conspiracy theories having figured in blink 182's songs alien exist and even one of the twin peaks side plots so like there's stuff involved in pop culture in here which is interesting wow so, that's a fun one and that's then so interesting we can move on to some well-known encounters out there because Yay, we love the well-known encounters Woo! so let me find our first little beauty in here Let's keep on looking. Okay. Our first one is... I'm trying to pick a really good one. Okay, this one's called the wow signal. Kind of a fun name. Wow. Wow, the wow signal. It's just me going wow? We have... uh, What's that guy with the blonde hair? This is wow. Owen Wilson. Wow. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. I feel like you don't. I don't. I'm sorry. That makes me so sad. The aliens might know. He's from Marley and Me. I've never seen Marley and Me. Oh, don't. I just know I just know the dog dies. Logan, you literally <laughs> spoiled the whole movie. My bad. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> My B. Who ruined that for you? That's a really awful person. Who did it? Huh? Who who spoiled the that internet? Movie? You suck. It's been out for like 10 years now, right? Still don't spoil the movie. It makes me sad. <laughs> it's been out for like 10 years. So we got the wow signal story, guys. <sighs> So in 1977, Ohio's big, uh, Ohio State's Big Ear radio telescope intercepted a 72-second burst of sound that bore signs of having come from interstellar space, which could be a sign of extraterrestrial communication. So the anomaly measured 1,420 megahertz of frequency in the waterhole, the term for a radio emission range thought ideal for intergalactic messages because it's unusually quiet. So Jerry, Jerry Emin, the ast- astronomer who spotted it, was so excited that he scribbled a giant wow on his printout. Oh, my god! That's why it's called the wow. That's so, so funny. Astronomy's explanations for the bizarre phenomenon included secret spy satellites and a passing comet nobody knew about in 1977. But many admit nothing explains its adequate. Nothing explains it adequately. And even if the signal doesn't prove the aliens exist, it's still a tug on the cosmic fishing line. To date, it remains the best evidence of alien communication ever obtained. So that's like a really big one. So the wow. 
The wow. The wow by Jerry Ammon. Wow. Just wow. I like I don't know what to say. See? Like that's I just think that's just so funny that he wrote it on this paper. Like what if it they wrote something <laughs> else on it? Like baloney. You know, baloney. <laughs> called the baloney case. It's called the baloney factor. This is called the baloney factor, actually. Oh my gosh. Wait, so, for real? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so our next one is called Travis Walton's Abduction. So in 1975, a team of loggers claimed that their 22-year-old co-worker, Travis, Travis Walton, disappeared for five days after a glowing disc in the Arizona woods zapped him with a bluish ray. Zapped him? Zapped him with like a bluish a, ray. a whole ray gun. Like zapped, the Disney Channel originally, original movie. Oh, that's but, pretty good. But blue. Wow. In in the air. Wait, these are vloggers, you said? <laughs> no. Loggers. <laughs> in 1970, yeah, 975, there were some vloggers in the woods. <gasps> well, that's why I was confused. I was Isn't like, that, in how do you do that? that logger? Log- What's a logger? I think they, like, work with logs and wood. Okay. It's Arizona. <laughs> I don't know Arizona. It's woody times. I guess, yeah. I mean. Someone out there knows I've logging been, things. I've been abusing the Google wood. search today. They break but, wood. Um, the loggers. Oh, on big oh it's called it, the um it's called logging it's wow. the process of cutting processing that's redundant uh <laughs> and moving trees to a location for transportation hey i kind of said that i yeah, said you, you break some did. wood and put it on some trucks wow oh my basically god basically okay. said that wow i'm just so smart with my terms guys you're, I, d- you're I dumb it down on it tonight and i love that thank for you. you so much i dumb it down so even people like me can really understand stop it i'm not don't dumb don't say that you're, don't don't you're say, smart you're, you're you the, know about you're aliens the smartest person I, you know about aliens that doesn't mean i'm smart it means i'm a conspiracy theorist <laughs> anyway so uh this guy got zapped with a bluish ray in the woods in arizona so intrigued he reportedly wandered underneath the hovering object and it abducted him so he claims he awoke on a table in a sterile looking room surrounded by three well-developed fetuses i remember this story so they were wearing tan robes anyway what he, <laughs> i'll keep going I, this is so fun so he tried to flee passed out then regained consciousness only once the aliens had ditched him on the arizona roadside so the story received loads of publicity. Authorities thought Walton had been murdered, and seven eyewitnesses cor- corroborating a single close encounter wasn't heard of. So the National Enquirer ultim- ultimately paid the group $5,000 for the story after they passed polygraphs, and Walton agreed to be interviewed by the tabloid's prestigious hypnotist. In 1993, Paramount released Fire in the Sky, a movie it said was based on the most famous case of UFO abduction ever recorded. Skeptics have shot holes in what they assume was a hoax and note that James Earl Jones' NBC movie, The UFO Incident, had aired two weeks before Walton's own UFO incident. So the encounter had a cult following to this day, though. Even that, a first edition of Walton's 1978 memoir, The Walton Experience, now fetches $100 online. So that's a really big one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, those were just two of the different experiences that like stuck out to me. That's there was really one cool. other one. I feel like if you guys are interested, you should definitely check out. Let me find the name of it because it's very, very fun. Is that the long one you were talking about? Yeah, the there's real... a there's a really long one, but it's really well, it's maybe a really we can big look one. into it for like a, another case or something. Yeah. Or do you want me to think? spill the name? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it is the story of Betty and Barney Hill's abduction. Oh. But it's like this couple that claims that they were also taken together. Oh, like a family. So it's a cute Aww. little love story, but like not. <laughs> so <laughs> Love stories would make it aliens. Make it aliens. 
I love that. But yes, that's a really fun, really in-depth long case if you're interested in reading more about like a really fun abduction Mm. case. So I also have just a few different ideas that um, they're like pretty developed theories about why we haven't heard. Theories. Theories. Theory time. Theory time. So there are theories about why we haven't heard from aliens yet in life. Mm -hmm. So there's a theory that all aliens are dead. So this is the most depressing theory, obviously. <laughs> that's like really sad. It's really sad. It's very ups- that's so, upsetting. I know. Like imagine you're just like talking very passionately about your theory and they're like, it wouldn't matter because they're dead. <laughs> they're dead. So who cares? Oh my God. But yeah. So maybe we haven't found extraterrestrials yet because they're all dead, at least for now. So the universe is 13.78 billion years old. And in that amount of time, there might have been plenty of civilizations that evolved and went extinct. So like they what? could have been a whole different lifetime. That wasn't during ours. Like been, whoa, yeah. Because we've only been here for like this many billion years, but they could have had life for 14 billion years prior or like no whatever way. else. Because they could be out there in some other like black hole of a civilization. They could be out there in space in general. Like That's really, really interesting. Like the universe is so vast. We just don't know. Like Wow. So yeah, they could be dead. They could also be like in the beginning process of starting a life, but they could not be... I don't know. Like, they could be in, like, the little moment of becoming life, but they're not there yet. Maybe they won't be there until we're gone. So that's wow. just crazy stuff. They're that's waiting. So they're like a volcano waiting. I wow, I just never really thought about that before. Like, I thought, like, the, the, I don't know, the idea that, like, they're all extinct. I yeah. mean, I don't think it's very likely that every single, like, yeah. thing is extinct. But I think it is possible that aliens we have encountered could be extinct at some point. Yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Or they're, like, trying to call out to us for help. Yeah. Whoa, that's like, it so just interesting. Makes sense. And, like, if there are, like, still alien things here, they could be, like, the ones that aren't advanced, mm-hmm. advanced yet or intelligent enough. But there could be ones that were intelligent that just have died off. Wow. In the time that we weren't actively here yet or... I don't know, like, really ancient times, maybe there were, like, little remnants, and that's why we see on Ancient Aliens these crazy stories of, like, wow. Egyptian times when they would see, like... Certain aliens yeah, and, like, things. because and, like, there's the recordings mm-hmm. from, like, that time, like... From From, from Egyptian time, they have recordings? Well, not record, but, like, <laughs> recordings, like, written, documented things, or, like, drawings and whatnot. The vloggers? The... They, they have some vloggers from back in We have vloggers time. that are loggers and pharaohs. And pharaohs. Hello. Fun facts. Pharaoh's a little tie back to last week. But this there's another one. This one's kind of stupid. It's like it's that aliens are all sleeping. It's kind of weird. Me too. So <laughs> honestly, yeah, we all just sleeping? I get it. I would I, I get know. it. I so get it. Like maybe there isn't a long sleep. So maybe they're not dead, but actually hibernating. So another theory suggests <laughs> like a that bear. like a bear, but like a lot of years because their perception of time is off. Like we just don't know. So <laughs> like an average, like an average Tuesday morning for them is sleeping like eons. And they're like, oh, that was a really refreshing 15 sleep. billion years is their five minute nap for the day. And they go, ah, what In a life to the live. Work day. Oh <laughs> In my between. gosh. My that gosh. Is so funny. They're just getting their sleep, guys. But so this theory suggests that perhaps there's an extraterrestrial species out there that's so advanced it cannot efficiently make use of its technology right now because the universe's temperature is currently too high. Mm. Good news, though. The universe temperature is cooling down, even as Earth is heating up. So aliens may have decided to take a snooze for a few trillion years while they wait for colder weather that's more suited. 
So something, like, when they explain the, like, heat and cold aspect, I feel like that makes sense to me. But, like, sleep, like, why would you sleep as a civilization, though, is the only thing that I'm, like... Well, the thing is, they might not be able to, like, function in certain oh, temperatures. Like, uh, cryogenic chambers yeah, or things like that? Yeah, because that's what I think of. Okay, because even in work. E.T., didn't, they had him, was it a cold, like, chamber? Yes. At the end of it, when they had him in the chamber. Yeah. To, like, help bring life back into him. It could be something like that, where they have to wait... To that's be able, so interesting. when the weather's more suited, they I can... I didn't even think about the universe's temperature Yeah. Stuff. That's so interesting. Well, because you never think about the universe's temperature as a whole. Like, I don't think about temperature besides, like... Where you are right now. Where I am right now. Yeah. Maybe other places in the universe, I'm, I mean, on Earth. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's hot there, but I don't think apart from Earth Like what is Like, what's the temperature around the circumference of the moon or something? Yeah. Wow. And, like, the universe as a whole. Like, how do you even document mm-hmm. the... That's actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's just wacky. It's, like, not comprehensible. Not what you think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the the other one, this one's, they get, like, weird, but they have explanations, so it makes sense, but it's just funny how they're phrased. This one says the aliens are hiding. (laughs) So (laughs) if even a genius like Stephen Hawking thought that aliens might destroy us if they ever were to find us, then maybe we should be a little afraid. Perhaps the aliens think the same thing, so they've gone into hiding from us. So if another civilization were technologically savvy enough and had enough resources, it could build a massive orbitable, orbital, that's the word I'm looking for. Yes. Structure like a Dyson sphere to keep it cloaked from detection. Oh, so like, like they don't want like they don't want to interact with us yeah, at all. Like they don't want the dangers that could happen. So yeah, or yeah. like what can of worms that could open up to? Because mm-hmm. like if they know of our existence, but we're not fully sure of theirs. Wow. Yeah. Also, like, would you want to mess with Earth? Because yeah, we're kind of messed up. Like I feel like. Well, like, I'm sure our they've, government. like, seen things and yeah. just, like, I don't know if they would want to. Like, like our government, especially for, like, the U.S., I don't know, apart from the U.S., but I know that, like, U.S. government would be like, let's shoot them down. Let's do X, Y, Z. Like, yeah. they're not. There's, like, it would be more about, like, the research instead of, like, the empathy of the like, theoretical alien. thing. Yeah. Wow. So that's, like, a big one. And so, apart from that, the aliens are still evolving is another one. So okay, yeah. Uh, maybe alien life is actually everywhere. It's just not intelligent enough to speak with us. So it took about 3.5 billion years of evolution to turn single-celled microbes into humans. So maybe we just happen to evolve faster and earlier than everyone else. So there mm-hmm. could be stuff that's like we talked about earlier, just not in the same status of intelligence as us yet. But yeah, that's basically all the stuff I have for this week. But I think just in general, alien life is so like... Yeah. uncomprehendable it's amazing and i personally think aliens are real but in general i do too you do too so honestly to us it's not a mystery but for but you guys out there it might be, be a, a mystery. mystery thank you guys so much for watching thank you guys we love you and appreciate you so much we check will, us out next week yes we will see you next week for season four finale ah, finale Ooh. for our friends but yeah goodbye goodbye guys <laughs>